0: And we're back with another episode of Fight Hard, Love Much. Thank you again for listening and for reviewing or rating the show. I appreciate it. And for those who have reached out on the email, it's fighthardlovemuch at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to answer any questions or talk with you there also. Just getting back from the Memorial weekend. Hopefully you guys had a wonderful time. Maybe you spent it at a reunion or family or just at home enjoying the long weekend. We just got back from a family reunion on my husband's side and it did not go quite as planned. So that's today's topic is how do when things and plans change, what do we do? How do we respond? And I'm not the best at that. so. But I wanted to start with a few weeks ago, I was sitting in a grief support group. And the icebreaker question was, what do you like about road trips? Or what's your favorite road trip? And so the whole group answered. I was the last one. Finally, they're like, Pam, what what do you like? And I just laughed. I said, first of all, I have seven kids. So imagine taking a road trip with seven kids and boys, and ones like Sam, who, even when he was young, never stopped bugging, and now spins, and just the whole cramming everybody in the car, packing, and anyways, but that's one part of the road trip. Second is I get car sick, and I always have, and so um, unless I'm driving, which even sometimes when I drive, I get sick, I have to take Dramamine. I can't eat when we're driving except it. Like for little things like popcorn or saltines, I can't really eat or I get sick. And so some long road trips are not very fun. And they are very long because I wait until the end to eat. And last is, well, as my neighbor says, her joy is to watch out her window to see how long it takes us to pack. And she times us some days to see how long it takes us. I have a very wonderful, sweet husband. Who is very OCD, very perfectionist, loves to play Tetris with the packing. And you know, that dang lawn needs to be watered every single inch before we leave. So sometimes our packing takes hours. And I love him dearly, but packing has always been an issue and getting ready. Road trips are not my favorite. I really dread them. In fact, I had a nightmare a few weeks ago, and it was about leaving the beach house and getting out on time from the beach house and packing up on time. It Literally woke me up scary. Once I'm there, I enjoy the trip until about the day before when I start panicking about packing and driving home again. So road trips are not my absolute favorite. This trip, it was up in Utah. It was about it was supposed to be like a nine hour drive it was just a long drive, both up and back, super long, did not go as planned. It was hard for Spence. It was hard for me. The packing took forever. And then we, we got up there. It was this beautiful lodge, but just this wonderful, beautiful ranch house. And the rooms were amazing. Just the whole atmosphere was amazing. The weather was great. Spence had a wonderful time seeing his cousins. It was fun to talk and visit with everyone that lives all over. That part was fine. It was all going. It was supposed to be three nights. On the second day, we get word that there was an overbooking of the the, the lodge, that out of the 15 rooms in the lodge, 13 people were going to have to move out. And she was trying to find hotels. In this place, there's nothing around, so it's not that easy. There was one small Airbnb that would house a few people, but we had, I don't even, I should count, but I think there's probably 10 to 15 young marrieds in their 20 with little kids that had drove from Idaho, from St. George, from Mesa, from all over the place to be here. Let's just say everybody was really upset and very kind of overwhelmed on how can this happen. What do we do? We wouldn't have come if we had known that this was gonna happen. Anyway, it just it it for a little while ruined the reunion because it was so upsetting to everybody on on the change of plans. And then that night, after everybody had already decided a lot of people decided they would just leave early and go home on Sunday and not stay which was also saddening because we had expected to be there a full another day. But a lot of the married couples with kids decided to leave, the young marrieds, the cousins. But that night, they got playing games. And Brian and I laid in bed, and I we could hear them. It's like midnight, and they are just downstairs cracking up, and they are laughing so loud. And I thought, at least... They're enjoying these last few moments. And sure, the trip was not what any of us planned. And it was a lot of effort and a lot of time. But at that time, at that moment, at like 12 o'clock, I was so happy that those young cousins were able to spend some time together. But it made me think a lot about how, when things don't go as planned, what do we do? How do we move on? A few months before Sam passed away, well, let's go back to, you know, I always thought that once my kids were in school and moving on, that I could go conquer the world again. Maybe I'd become a nurse again, get my license back, do the semester needed to, to renew my license and get back working again. Maybe I could go a different avenue. I wanted to be a seminary teacher. Maybe I could go do that full time. I don't know. I, I was just going through all these different things of what what could I do now if I could ever get Spence and Sam to stay in school? But I was really struggling, plus we needed the extra income. And so I had been searching and searching about what to do. It was in January. What should be my next plan? And nothing was falling. I mean, I had even requested all the paperwork for the nursing school. I had gone through all these different things, and nothing was falling. And and after saying prayers one morning— or at some point the thought came, just wait, just wait, something's coming. So in my mind, I thought, oh, this is going to be perfect. I'll just wait and I'll be offered a seminary teaching job or something is going to just fall in my lap. The nursing requirements will be easier. I, I, I don't know. I just thought, oh, good, something will fall in my lap. Of course, of course, something changed, which was, I lost my Sam, and my world was turned upside down, and my plan was totally derailed. And I thought, well, that wasn't very nice, Heavenly Father, because you told me something was coming. You told me to just wait, and I thought it was going to be some great thing, but it turned my world upside down. And and of course, now we're going two years, we're past two years, we're celebrating Sam's birthday next week, and it's his third birthday being gone. Never would I have imagined having such a drastic detour in my life? A few months after Sam passed away, we had all of his friends come over for a little fireside, and, and they could ask us questions anonymously so that nobody felt like everybody was looking at them. Well, one of the questions was, do you feel that Sam ruins God's plan for him? And I'm sure Sam had great plans here on earth. I'm sure God had wonderful plans for Sam here on earth. But just like my husband answered it very profoundly, or, or he answered it great that night in, yes, Sam ruined that plan. But just like sometimes our plans change, sometimes we get kicked out of the resort that we were planning on staying at for three days, things change. And Sam now has a new plan. And I know Sam's working on that new plan. I know he he is sharing the gospel in the, the spirit world in which we believe he is, that he is watching over us, that he is um, helping those here in his own way, here on earth in his own way from where he is. But also, my plan changed, totally turned upside down on my plan of life into things that I had never expected, and it's taken quite a a couple years to even try to figure it out, and I'm still trying to figure it out. I've tried looking back at the nursing, which financially would be the best option to go back and get my nursing license, and that would be an awesome, awesome financial option. I've sent in for the packet again. I've contacted the school again, and I just never felt right about it. I tried the seminary route again, and that didn't work out except to sub for seminary, which I I love doing. And then the podcast fell in, and my husband one day asked me, you know, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I just want to bring some light to others and to share our story and the mental health and to make awareness of it to help others be more aware. And so that's where my path began was with this. And that's how I have felt ever since Sam has been gone. And I think I talked about this in the first episode, that from the minute we lost Sam, there was a strong calling to me and a, a desire and a, and a thought that you need to help make mental illness more aware to people and to parents and to help them understand it a little bit better and to those who don't suffer with it and don't know about it and don't know how to handle it. And so our paths change. Our road trips change. There's detours in them that sometimes are great detours. Sometimes they just really are not fun at all. That, that trip with seven kids is not fun. It's not fun when you're car sick and things and you're on that windy road down the salt River <laughs> and through a globe. It's not fun. But then there's those times where it's twelve o'clock at night and you're visiting and laughing and having an, a great time and enjoying life. And those road trips become memories. I mean, every road trip is not fun, but the destination is fun. And there's times to be enjoyed with family, times to laugh, time to cry together, and just the memories to be made in that detour. And I wouldn't, I would never want this detour again. If I could go back and not have this detour and not have this upset road trip, I would, of course, because then I would have my Sam here bugging me and putting down lizards down my back and all sorts of things. But it happened. And now we have a new plan. And I know Sam's on his and me and my family are trying to find our new plan down the road. So when Sam was about three or four, we had this old suburban, this white suburban that I just, I begged Brian to get me a new car. And we hadn't got a new car. I had all seven, no, six kids because Spence wasn't with us yet. And I was driving back from the cabin, which I had made that drive a thousand times. Um, we we're coming back. We had only gone maybe a half hour, four to five minutes, and the car just smoke everywhere. Just that immediate smoke. So we pull over and luckily my sister was behind me and my mom were both behind me. And so we are able to call a tow truck, get into town, call a tow truck. But I, they couldn't fit us all in their cars because they were already packed with their own. and And so we're trying to find a place to stay for the night. Sam is three, four. Sam's nuts, just like he always has been. And he was a very energetic three-year-old. And there was also a friend of ours who was, I think she was about 20 at the time. And she was staying in Snowflake, which is about an hour away from our cabin. And about 45 minutes where from where the, tr- the car blew up. And she was also kind of behind us a, f- a little ways back. And so she pulled over and she's like, hey, come stay with me at my house in Snowflake. It will be great to have somebody there. Nobody else is there. So we managed to jam everybody in the cars and my sister and mom, and they went and dropped all of us off. And my mom's like, How can I help him? I like, just take Sam home. <laughs> just take him home. I can't. The stress level, I can't with him right now. And so she took Sam. Sorry, Sam and Spence a lot are were a lot the same in three and four year olds. So I just said, Take him home. I can't handle him right now. And so we went back to this house and stayed and ended up being a great night. The kids watched movies and we had food and it was was a great night after that not planned thing with the car. But later there was something I realized is I had been praying for the car to work and that we would drive home safely. And I was really upset at the whole situation. I don't handle things very well, and I get very anxious and upset and things like that. So I had been praying that we drove home safely, and I was not very happy with Brian that he hadn't got me a new car. But something that my friend said, because she had been struggling with some stuff, and she said, I was praying that somebody would come and stay with me so I could make it through the night. That just made me really think, Sometimes things that happen that are not an answer to our prayers that we might see as a a huge problem, it's an answer to somebody else, and it, and it helped me look back on that. Yes, that was not my plan, but that was Heavenly Father's plan was for me and the kids to stay with her that night, to help her make it through a night, and to help it make, to help her with her struggles that evening. So as you go on your road trips this summer, and things may or may not go as planned, or, or just in life in general, how things don't go as planned, how there's lots of changes that happen that we don't expect, that we have to change our plan and, and God's plan for us, and look at things different, try different ways. It's not always easy, and I'm not very patient with that, and I get really frustrated by those change in plans but to know that there is happy times in there and that we can find that happy times, we can find the times to help others, that maybe it is something that we, is helping another person. And so I just wanted to leave that with you after this, this weekend of changes and long road trip, that I do know Sam has a new plan and that God is using him and he's working. And God also has a new plan for me. And where I go, I'm still trying to figure out all of that plan. And I'm sure it will take a lifetime to learn, but he does have a plan. It's just not the plan I thought. And it may not be an easy plan, may not be something that I would have thought would have been my detour in life. But I do have this new detour, and so it's figuring out if I'm going to spend it frustrated and wallowing or figure out a new plan, and how I can help others, how I can be an answer to someone else's prayer. How I can enjoy life and have that midnight just laughing and enjoying being together with people, family. So it's a new plan. And some days I hate this plan. Some days this plan frustrates me. But I also know as I continue to work through this new plan that there will be that happy time. That there will be people that I can help. That I can find that peace and joy in life even with this new detour of my life. So I hope your summer is great, that you don't have too many detours, that you are able to enjoy those road trips and those time together with family and friends and others. Until next time, remember to fight hard, love much.